Hello. Billy P, how are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing all right. Can you hear me okay? Yeah. Well, let me just turn the kettle off. <laughs> turn the kettle off. <laughs> Chill out, kettle. It's got a mind of its own. So, um, put me in the scene of your life now, day to day in lockdown. Um, has it changed drastically? Man, you're gonna hate me. My life hasn't changed at all. I mean, I'm. <laughs> I did. I'm I, I had a sneaking. A I had a sneaking suspicion that your day-to-day routine wouldn't have been tweaked all that much. Um, are you still doing I your just lessons? Realized, yeah, like some people have quit because their situation and and whatever. But yeah, I realized too late in the game. I kind of designed my life <laughs> to, to either be ready for this, yeah, or to just or to just be like this. Um, yeah, you've been in but, lockdown you know, for like five years, right? <laughs> uh, yeah, like there are, there are stages of grief. So the first week I was super mad. I was trying to save the world and sorry, my dog is yelling at the neighbor. No hey, worries. Um, yeah, trying to save everybody that wouldn't listen to me here in the South because I was lucky enough to have some international friends such as yourself that were like seeing it before we were. Yeah. Or at least being told the truth about it. Um, and then week two, I was like kind of starting to accept it, getting sad. But it's three weeks in now, and I'm yeah, I realized that my life is kind of the same. It's super scary still. But well, what I think... Go on, carry on. Like I, I tried, um, you know, the, some of the people that I, I get to work with are, are younger. And so I'm trying to just reframe like... You know, for example, I check in with somebody, say we're doing a, a lesson, and, you know, instead of, like, talking about how bad it is, like, just thinking about, yeah, we've got this extra time, and we can do whatever we want, and I think we, we've all been so busy, way more busy than we should have been in life anyways, that if you never had a chance to look at yourself in the mirror and figure out who you are or what you actually like doing, now is your chance. Yeah, it's definitely that time to get to know yourself. Take for a long, better or for worse. Take exactly, <laughs> yeah. Take a long, hard look. I think a lot of people spend their lives running away from who they are for whatever reason, or they keep themselves distracted. And obviously, now we're in a position where you can't really run anywhere. You're you're trapped, and as you say, you have to uh, take that look in the mirror. And I think it's ultimately. A positive thing for most of us i can imagine some people are probably trapped in maybe difficult home situations and that must be really tough like you know that inability to escape right um but i think for the large part especially the people that i've been talking to they seem to be really enjoying that time to to bond with their family members or their partners i wish i was just in a house share to be honest billy i wish i was in like a big yeah big house share with loads of people and so you had like a little gang and you could all do activities and things and and be there for each other and um it's been tricky and i don't do well on my own i'm not great so that's kind of the reason why i've been doing these every day <laughs> as much to hustle a bit of money on my patreon page and thank you by the way for uh for joining the um the gang and uh and, and supporting i really appreciate that um, but yeah, it's it's been a weird one for me. I don't mind the day-to-day too much. I tend to spend most of my days at home alone anyway, um, you know, chasing interviews and editing interviews and all that sort of stuff. But it's the nighttime that I'm getting my withdrawals. Like, that's when I like to get out, socialize, go to the pub, go to gigs. Um, and obviously, I could, you know, I could be in a lot worse position. I'm just saying that my right. so- my social life has suffered, but... It's, uh, no, it's it's a real thing. So we started this movie crew a couple. I guess it's three weeks ago. I've seen. Um, it's just it started with my drummer and I. Whenever you know the week would get to the end, or you know needed to blow off some steam, we would just watch some movie. And a lot of them I had seen, and I was either showing him or or just movies that we love and are always going to be awesome or stupidly awesome. And so. <laughs> I guess it was Sunday night. I was like, hey, do you want to watch a movie together? Like, I know you can't leave your house um, and it's not safe, but let's just press play at the same time. And I started trying to rope people into it. So, I mean, it is like it saved my nights because I, I look forward to it. Yeah. It's something to do. And it's I know it's not hanging out, but it's like, you know, it's like the same seven or so people all beaking off about whatever, you know, some of the movies are funny, some of them are sad 
and it's just like it's something to look forward to. No, I hear you. If you can find one person, you know, it's just anything you anything we can do right now is everything. I like that. And let's break for a song. You've chosen five songs to soundtrack these crazy times. <laughs> the first of which I thought was Alec Baldwin when I was reading the list. I was like, Alec Baldwin, he's done songs. Um, this is a guy called Adam Baldwin. I know nothing about him, so maybe you could tell me a bit, and then we will play Burning Man. Yeah, this this poor guy that has a name that's so similar to some other people. Um, so you asked me this question, and my the first place my mind went to was, okay, you can only listen to one song. Right. Uh, in the movie club, we just li- we just watched Seeking a Friend for the End of the World, and the whole movie is based on there's a you know something sailing towards the earth and it might be the end so i was like all right it's coming what are you going to listen to and i just was going one song at a time and then i realized that all the songs are records that i have like burned to death just played over and over and over again i don't know if you you know there's one or two songs that you just listen to a million times so this guy is from canada he plays in matt mays's uh band and he does his own thing and this song just this whole playlist is just devastators. Devastators. <laughs> they are. I, I, I mean, I, this is not the, you know, remembering the good times playlist. This is like, <laughs> it's ending. It's, this is it. You know, let's, let's just sit and listen to these five songs while we go up, down in flames. Got them all. 
So Daisy, won't you pick it up? I'm on the dark side of the phone. And you and I, we were better, but you don't love me anymore. You don't love me to talk to you about this billy um what i've noticed from like the way you've been sort of processing what's been happening and and the stuff you've been putting out i've noticed that you although you kind of we joked earlier on that you've been sort of quarantining for a while now and you've (laughs) you've become a kind of a, a more private person in recent years but what i noticed is you're obviously still very engaged and connected with the world and you clearly care a lot about you know humanity and people not even just people you know like i've noticed that you seem to be feeling it and being affected by it and wanting to to share information and try and make sure that people are taking care of themselves and each other and that was really it was really nice for me to see i was like oh wow billy's like she's got the spirit you know does that make sense man that's all we ever had that's all we got i mean like I've always I've always had all the feelings so in a weird in a way I've been training for this yeah like as anybody that hasn't been through you know something and none of us have been through anything like this yeah this is new um, but I feel like I've been training for this moment so anybody that's going through something for the first time like these younger people you know I'm not saying that I I know what it's going to be like or that I'm even on the other side of it but yeah that's that's all that's all I feel like I can do right now is be there and that's all any of us can do is try to be there for each other so and it, it's not like it you know I, have, I haven't like thought any of this out i just was like let's watch a movie together let's who needs money like let's raise it <laughs> it's not it's not as calculated as you know one might think it's just every day i wake up and i'm like okay what can we do here pizza fox it's my dog's name it sure is. Well, also as well, I know you've been keeping up to date with the the grim reality of it all as well, and the facts. Um, what what have you been learning over the last couple of weeks? What what trends have you noticed? And maybe you could enlighten us because I know you've been keeping really up to date with it. Like I dip in and out. I try and keep as informed as I can on the whole, but 
I also, because I'm so busy, actually, I'm actually staying really busy. I'm trying to just kind of, you know, dip in and out of that. But I know you've kind of been, you've been pretty entrenched in it, right? Since it's been... Well, I know it's not, I know it's not my responsibility to be the town crier, but the country that I live in, unfortunately, I'm from Canada and I now live in Alabama and we just did, we do not get the truth. We did not, we were not told what to do or what was really happening. So I started when I had some travel booked, um, to do this, uh, really cool project with Alabama public television. I was so excited for, and right before I was about to leave, it was like, Hey, are you going to go? And it, it, it hit me. So, you know, the, how I kind of spinballed into this and, and looking at it and sharing it is I felt like I had the luxury of just being one of the first people that was forced to take it seriously because I was going to get on a plane. And when somebody else said, yeah, I'm not getting on that plane because we might get stuck there or we might be in a quarantine situation or, you know, yeah, maybe you won't get it or I won't get it, but who knows where those people on the plane are coming from and what if we bring it home? I mean, we just, nobody knew anything. And this yeah. is like a month ago, almost to the day now. So a month ago I was like, is this real? And I had to, I had to go find international news sources. So a lot, you know, a lot of the way we stay connected with people is like Facebook and stuff like that. And I'm just seeing all the people in my town. They just, they don't know any better. And so yeah. rather than be like, you know, you're stupid, you don't know. <laughs> it's not their fault. It's nobody, it's not, it's nobody's fault. I didn't know any better. Nobody told me like there's, there's really been no adult in the room. So yeah, I really, I really have been trying to pay attention because it changes so fast. It's changed Every single hour that goes by, there's we learn more about what the reality of the situation is. And then, oh, just kidding, okay, it's not that, or we were wrong, or so this, you know, in America, there's this, you know, fake news is the is the catchphrase, and people throw it around, but it's it's real and not like people think. So yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I care. I, I mean, if some if something is really happening in Italy or in the UK, and I have people that are affected by it i just feel like the least i can do is is tell the people over here that hey maybe what you're reading or what you heard your president tell you it's not true it is it is a big deal and you need to take it seriously it's not going to blow over so and but now we all know that yeah it's definitely not going to blow over i don't think the world's going to return to the way it was ever again as well which isn't necessarily a bad thing um, there's obviously a lot of, I mean, I had a message today from a good friend of mine whose dad passed away last night, um, from, from the oh virus and she was in hospital with him in like the full kind of, you know, ET style protective overalls. And she was like holding his hand and watched him die whilst holding his hand in these, uh. in these overalls. And then she had to walk through the whole hospital, hundreds of beds everywhere, everybody on ventilators. And she said it was like something out of a grim science fiction nightmare um so that's the reality of it so it's it's bleak but i don't know i mean do you remain hopeful that we're going to get through it <laughs> do we have no other choice and i think we're so trained as human beings to think positive and oh we'll, we'll get through this like yeah obviously think that and hope for the best but we c and i'm not saying be like doomsday grim reaper around it but we can't know until it's over what it's going to be like and that's what's so hard about it is that it's gone on for so long and every day changes so much that we don't know what it's going to be like so that's what's so scary about it is it could be months it could be years it it could end today but when you're in it i think like oh let's just hope for the best and let's just like no we need to we should have been taking this seriously from day one first of all yeah you know, if, if, if there had been an adult in the room and somebody had told us the right things to do, I don't think it would be that bad. But no Doomsday movie could have predicted that scene of your friend walking through that. No. I mean, I can't think. And, and we've been going through them on the on the movie crew. And the similarities, you know, the, the parallels are there. But you just, none of us could have imagined this. And that's what's so tough about it so yeah you know we'll be okay is humanity gonna w get wiped out i don't know probably not we'll probably be okay but you know we how crazy is it we got to live through this thing that changed everything 
forever. Yeah. Uh, and we can't even know how much it's going to change things. I mean, years from now, they'll talk about this and, and the ripple effect that it had on everybody's life. Yeah, I mean, inside my heart, I do remain quietly optimistic for the future if we can make it through physically. Um, I feel like spiritually and economically and environmentally, it's going to have some really positive long-term effects, I hope. Um, let's break for your second song, Billy, then we'll come back and we'll talk some more. We've got a bit of Beck next, The Golden Age. So this is another record that I've actually I've played to death, and I made it my alarm clock song because I it's a song that I will never get sick of. Sonically, it's perfect. The, the bass and the drum sounds are like optimal in my opinion and yeah i could hear it over and over and over again so if this was one of the two last songs i would ever hear i would be okay with that
you're kind of working it in reverse order, aren't you? I like it. <laughs> you're starting at one and then building your way up to five. Well, that's I don't a, know how much time I got. <laughs> that's a unique approach. I enjoy that. Have you heard the new Cage the Elephant album, by the way? Not yet, no. You should check it out. It's got a lot of David Beck around this kind of time period about it, a little bit of David Byrne as well. Did I just say David Beck? <laughs> <laughs> I was like... Cool. David <laughs> It's got a lot of Beck and David Byrne. <laughs> about it and uh yeah if you're into back of this period and talking heads and stuff like that i think you'll enjoy it it's a cool record i can't remember off the top of my head what it's called but it's basically just the uh the newest one Sweet. what have you been listening to have you been listening to a lot of music have you been playing a lot of music have you been writing a lot of music like what kind of a role has music had in the last few weeks in isolation <laughs> quarantine no, not at all not at all too sad too sad man oh. i can't listen to anything i mean listen to my playlist like yeah i feel um, you I had the I had the luxury of I had some so last week was spring break here so I just tried to be outside for like eight hours a day I treated it like I, it was my job and then every once in a while like I would get an idea so I guess in the last couple of weeks I've I've got two new songs two demos up on Patreon and both of them were like I would come in here sit down write a couple words and then just like cry about it and I would just have to leave and go out and do something else because like you know one of them I found out my you know my friend he's a radiographer same thing he's you know self-isolating um until it gets bad and you know hopefully he just recovers on his own but it was but you know that feeling of I might never see you again like you might live and everybody's fine but what if we can't even travel for years I mean, that's a possibility if they're trying yeah. to control this thing. And who knows? Like, just who knows? So, yeah, every time I every time I try to go and do it, it just, it's a, it's a lot. It takes one or two days of trips in and out of the house to just, like, finish a thought right now. I'm very much of the school of thought. Like, when crisis and tough times hit, I like to try and almost have a militant approach to it and almost plan for the worst because then you're prepared and then everything else is a nice surprise and I've kind of been like that since this thing broke out like initially I didn't truly understand the severity of it and we were in Edinburgh in Scotland me my mum dad and sister for my birthday um, early March so you know around about a month ago now and Edinburgh was full of French people who were in the country for the rugby and there was just foreigners you know from all nations there to watch, watch the rugby and it was like a carnival feeling almost and um you know then within I think it was five days everything was on lockdown and uh, Scotland is seemingly okay like the cases up there have been pretty minimum in compared to you know in comparison to England but it's wild how quickly it all changed and as soon as it did I was like right I'm gonna make sure I only go shopping once a week and I get enough food for that week and I basically avoid everyone and just lock it down. Like even before lockdown was officially introduced here, I was like, I'm locking it down because you can't be too careful in times like this. And yeah, I just feel like you mentioned there we might not be able to travel for years. I hope that's not the case. But it, I mean, the fact that people are already rescheduling shows for like September time, I think is a little bit optimistic. <laughs> like I can't, I can't really see tours and gigs of any sort of scale happening maybe even till the new year you know uh yeah i mean yeah we're we're not doctors but think about it like that's that's not it's not even over yet so yeah. and and you said it and it's interesting like you know because we both have been through some stuff yeah so as soon as it's like global pandemic both of us are right all right locked down like yeah i you know that when my my flight got canceled i was like okay yo supplies i'm not going to be one of those people that's going out in the last possible minute but how lucky was i that i've been through enough stuff that like a global pandemic happens and i'm just like sweet getting ready let's do this like i feel like i was two weeks ahead of the toilet paper crisis because I got, I like believed the Intel and had been through enough stuff to be like, let's get ready for this. So same. So, but the, you know, a lot of people, the younger people, they've, they've never been through anything, especially anything like this. So it's like, uh, yeah, we have, we've had the luxury of, okay, we did everything we could. We got ready and that's all you can do. Yeah. And I feel like hard times change you for it, doesn't it? Emotionally and spiritually, you're like, 
you know, I've been down on my luck before and this is just that and hopefully things will improve again. But for now, we've just got to ride this and knuckle down and, and get through it and do what we can to get by. Like, what, what else have you been up to? How's the garden looking? In fact, let's break for another song. Then we'll come back and we'll talk about your garden. Um, <laughs> Love it. Another like proper 90s slacker jam. Um, Nada Surf. You know, the song that uh, by these guys, the big one, Popular. I think that's the only song I've heard from them ever. Uh, and so you what? you picking this has inspired me to go down the rabbit hole and check out some more. You know, it just happens, doesn't it? There's so many bands and, and artists yeah. out there. And there's so many bands that I've heard one song by and love, but for whatever reason, have just never bothered to discover or explore anything else. And this is definitely one of those bands. And I'm going to have to rectify that immediately. Um, you've gone with a song called The Blankest Year. Is that just because <laughs> so far 2020 feels like that? <laughs> so this band is incredibly prolific and they're another band that everything they do even like what's considered their worst record i love everything that they've ever done so this whole album the weight is a gift is another one that we'd be on the road and and the band would say billy please any other record just please put on a different album like we can't listen to this one more time um this this song is is kind of unlike the rest of the tracks on that album but the, one of the first lines is, ah, F it, I'm going to have a party. <laughs> it's like sometimes all you can do is throw your hands up in the air. And I remember when, like, the van would break down or something would happen, I would put on this song and the, and the first line would just make us all crack up and be like, all right, what are we going to do? Let's have a party. I hear you. You know, for the first time in my life, I've been living for the weekend since lockdown. That's my new routine that's how i roll with it so during the week i just stay pretty much 100 percent sober work really hard get loads of radio shows and interviews recorded and done get loads of patreon stuff out we'll talk about your patreon page in a bit as well and you know just keep busy and occupied and productive and creative and then when it gets to the weekend i just cut loose and get wasted and dial that's awesome <laughs> dial and that's like how normal people are you know supposed to live i feel like right <laughs> do all the things that you want to do we spend so much time doing stuff that we hate to make money then we get home and it's like we don't have any energy to do the thing that we love and i feel like when this is all over so many people are going to look back and be like man i kind of miss that because yeah. nobody knows how great it is like when you get over you don't have to go to school and whatever and you, you know you miss your friends or whatever all you're left with is yourself and whatever you want to do and like that's not so bad when you when you live with that for a second. Yeah, the only in, my, in our opinion, right? I'm with you. The only the only concern I have beyond the obvious health issues and the impact of the death on people I know and you know that's obviously all obviously horrible, but the only issue and struggle I really have with this situation is the financial side is just about how can I scrape by? Like, can I find a way? As long as I can do that, I'm fine. Yeah. And so many people are are, are so, are going to be so much more worse off than others and, and might, you know, never recover. I mean, the, the whole, the, the global impact is insane when you start to think about how many people are not working right now. But yeah, yeah. yeah all, Every all single industry. Do. Every single industry, you know, whether it's cars, whether it's chocolate, whatever it is. Well, maybe not chocolate. I imagine chocolate sales have gone through the roof. <laughs> Chocolate's <laughs> but, doing okay, but, like, shipping is now a problem. Like, yeah. how do you get it to places? So, yeah, man. It's uh, wild. The, yeah, the whole positive-negative battle. It's like, it, you know, it really, it doesn't matter what we think about it. It's happening. Yeah, and, yeah. And this is all we can do because we're all trapped in our little bunkers. Well, also, you know, people like me and you are no, no strangers, sorry, to a bit of struggle and a bit of hustle and a bit of like, ah, oh, well, money's going to be tight for a while. Uh, you know, that's nothing new again. <laughs> yeah, like if you haven't been poor yet, like it's time. Sorry. <laughs>
tell me about your garden. You've been living off the fat of the land. You figured that's time to, to develop and cultivate the uh, the vegetable garden. It looks amazing. It looks massive as well. It looks like you've got loads of stuff growing. I'm not going to say I knew this was going to happen, but I always have this feeling like just in case, and I enjoy it. So, you know, now that we're in this situation and I, don't, I won't have to run to the store as much, it started with, I think, tomatoes and peppers years ago. And I was like, man, stuff grows like crazy around here. Why doesn't everybody do this? Get all this free food, tastes way better than the grocery store. And since then, it's, let's see. Tomatoes, red peppers, green peppers, I'm just going down the, the line here. Uh, strawberries, blueberries, spinach, lettuce, radish. Uh, what else we got here? Beets. Got some some herbs. Killing it. Food. Yeah, some cucumbers, some zucchini, some squash. So, yeah, the idea is I would get, like, 40 tomatoes a week, and I would, like, boil them down into chili or sauce or stew or something. And then, yeah, it's, uh, it's, a, nice, it's a nice pastime. Yeah, I mean, there's something really profound about, I find anyway, even just cooking with vegetables, let alone growing them. But I love just the, the feel, the texture, the colors when you chop them all up and put them in a pan together. And when you get them actually yourself out of the dirt from your own garden, there's something... I think that connects you to the essence of creativity and life right there without being too hippy dippy about it. Like that is the very nature of existence and and life, right? From the soil, it grows, it nourishes our bodies. We carry on living. It's epic. But it's, yeah, it's hard to do in the city. Like I, I lived in a house and then I moved back to my hometown of Vancouver and lived in an apartment for a year. And, you know, I don't know what I would do if I could, if I was stuck in an apartment. Like that's a kind of a different life right now, you know. So I'm, I'm acutely aware of that. I'm kind of, I'm kind of a jerk that I even get to go and walk around the backyard because not everybody, you know. The, now the trade-off is I, I live like a country and a half away from my family right now, but. Um, and and you struggled to get to where you are, and it hasn't been an easy ride, and you've had to, you know, ride out a lot of the the low on your own and you know you should you should have the, the chickens come home to roost for you you deserve hey, it free food <laughs> <laughs> tell us about your patreon page billy everybody who's listening to this is is a patron of my podcast so everybody who's listening right now is you know the kind of people that are invested in in what people like me and you do and thanks to them i got to pay rent this month um, and hopefully will again next month so they've been amazing for me uh, what sort of stuff do you offer and do on your Patreon page, tell us about some of the stuff which you've got up there and, and some of the tiers and all of that. So two years ago, this month, a friend of mine was like, you should do this. It's, you can kind of do like what you've done in the pledge music stuff in the past. And I was pretty, pretty hesitant because I just thought, well, who's going to want to do this? And it started with, I guess, like demos and things. Um, it's sometimes I just get up and write. It's not a song, like, I guess, kind of opinion-based, news-based stuff. Um, yeah, it's the, so the wonderful thing about it for me is that it doesn't, it hasn't put a limit on, like, I, I'm just making an album every year or so, and I'm, I'm just putting up music. Um, it's art, it's demos, it's collaboration, sometimes it's just words. So, yeah, it's, it kind of, like, makes, when I don't feel like doing anything for a couple weeks creatively, it makes me wake up and go all right well you've got a responsibility to these people that are you know so yeah i get that kind yeah it's the, the fact that they're they're there and they're still there man that's probably going to be my only source of income in about 10 minutes here <laughs> like it's my only know, current source of income yeah and I'm, i am petrified that they're going to leave so i'm always like oh i'm not doing enough i've got like january i tried to write a song I was trying to write a song every day, but then I realized, um, like the, I did this 31 covers in 31 days project in the past, but I just, I didn't have like a day job. I was just like a musician then. So I had the luxury of all this free time. Well, this year I've, I've got some people that I coach, um, online and I had some studio stuff. So I, I wrote a new song about every two days. So it was like wow. 15 songs in a month, which is like, you know, that's more productive than, than than I've been in a long time. I just wanted to see if I could do it. So yeah, it's a, it's a challenge to make these people like want to stay, <laughs> and I and I'm up for it and I love it. 
it's cool as well because you you touched on a nerve there you get to be completely free uh, you know you're a songwriter but you're also great at painting and you enjoy writing so having a patreon page allows you to do all of those things and it's the same thing with me is like yeah i host a podcast but i also dj so i get to put up mixes on there and then i share written articles as well and so you actually get to exercise you know different strands of your creative bow to people that you know are going to support you and believe in what you do and are going to enjoy it and it's a really cool spot like place to exist online i i kind of uh i feel like everybody who does something creative whether it's graphic design or songwriting or djing whatever it is i feel like everybody should have one and it really allows you to hone and develop your crafts and find and engage with your audience as well doesn't it like the fact that i've got an audience is mad um like i know people have always listened to the shows that i do because i'm on like a radio station but when you're out on your own and it's just you you know as you've probably found when you're not on labels and things like that the fact that people still want to follow you and and support you and tune in is it's very humbling and inspiring isn't it right and it and it's like uh it's a place for every kind of supporter so like the casual fan that just wants maybe the album first or you know the mixtape you know they can pay a buck and then the person that wants like instructional videos about how to you know play guitar singing 101 you know they can pay a little bit extra because they want all the content or they want you know kind of that aspect of it so yeah it's great it's changed my life for sure me too well without it right now i would be you know in a i don't know how i'd be getting there but i'd be on my way back to my mum's house with my tail between my legs and and all my possessions <laughs> i'm so scared like <laughs> dragging just, along behind this has me. happened a couple people have unsubscribed and i'm like no this this can't this is, can't be the end like please it and was tough times for everyone isn't it yeah, yeah. And so i'm yeah i'm i'm terrified because yeah when you've when you've <laughs> when you've been as poor as we've been like you just would do anything to not go back so yeah. i've been working as hard as i can for years oh i've gone into I'll, overdrive I'll to do that either way yeah, I've gone into absolute overdrive. I've been doing a radio show every single day with a different guest every day. I'm just like putting them out, putting them out, um, trying to get as many new like people to sign up as well as possible. If people want to sign up to yours, what is the address? Is it just patreon.com forward slash Billy Pettinger? Yeah. Lovely. I'll put a, a link to that in the description of this um, show on my page as well. So hopefully people can go check it out and, and maybe show you some love as well. Um, let's break for another song. And then we'll come back and we'll say our goodbyes. Uh, Beach Bunny, never heard of this band. Very slack vibes again. I love the cover to this record. It's like real like pink, multicolored, psychedelic sunshine vibes. Uh, made me kind of <laughs> hungry and, and thirsty for the summer. But, but then again, if, if summer's you know on the horizon and this is still happening and we've got to stay indoors all summer, then that's going to be a bum out. But um, this song's called February. Tell us about this one. Um, so this band was brought to me by one of the kids that I coach. They brought in this really indie, lo-fi, kind of a demo. And I just went, man, who in the, who is this band? And and since then, they've kind of like exploded. They probably got a deal. And now, now their album sounds all, you know, produced and wonderful. But, but still, you can hear that the songs are, they have that thing where it's, it, like you said, like lo-fi, indie, beach vibes, uh, Best Coast is another band that I almost put on this that they kind of remind me of. Um, but there's that there's that one minor chord that every time it gets to that one sad chord, like it's just so devastating. And I thought this would be a good song because it says everything is everything is better than February, and February wasn't that far away. And things for us, you know, changed in March, but for a lot of the world, it, it started in February unbeknownst to us. So, yeah, Beach Bunny. Strawberry ice cream, a sunless day You melt away through the cracks in my fingers I know that sunburn goes away The broken words I last heard still linger
first thing you're going to do once we're allowed to socially engage and interact with one another have you got a wish list of things like man that's the first thing i'm going to do is it going to be to play a show to go to a show to go see a family member or a specific friend or i mean what have you thought about that much man i can't wait to do this i'm gonna have everybody over and we're gonna watch a movie together you're gonna do movie club indoors together yeah all all the movie crew and like there you know there's people from all over the world if they want to come they're more than welcome to but at least the people that can drive here i want to have every everybody that can make it over and just yeah like we're gonna appreciate that stuff so much the little things right my goodness yeah going out for mexican food like you know i know i maybe went out once or twice a week anyways i I don't live too far away but I, i got everything i need here um, but yeah, you don't you don't miss it until it's gone. Don't it always seem to go? Joni Mitchell <laughs> said it best, didn't she? <laughs> so you're st- you're staying sane. You sound really chipper. You sound like you're doing good. It looks like you're doing good. Well, again, I had the luxury of I kind of went. I kind of feel like I've gone through the emotional side of it. You know, grief happens in steps. So I mean, two weeks ago, I wouldn't have been able to finish a sentence without breaking down. Um, stasis is a hard place to be when you're stuck in it and it, and it's not changing and you don't know what's going to happen, but, but I've had some practice, so I'm getting, I'm getting better at, but you know, the people that are kind of just start, it's starting to hit you and you're starting to feel overwhelmed. Like, you know, you can look forward to this, that, that it it gets better and it's not going to, it's not going to always feel that stressful. I hope. I think you need to brace yourself for without contradicting what you just said too much and being too much of a downer, I do think we need to brace ourselves for worse to come before it does get better as well. And, and totally. know, but all we can and know that it's going to be a fight. Yeah. You know, there's, yeah, there's the global battle, right? But as individuals, we're all in our little cells just trying to get through the day and find stuff to keep yourself busy. I mean, I know the feeling where it feels like, you know, the wave is just rushing up to the top of your head and, and you know, what am I going to do? Like the anxiety associated with this just on a personal day-to-day basis is, is worth noting, but yeah, it's not going to, it's probably not going to end for a while. So, you know, but it's possible to perfect this moment. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I just bought a skipping rope, Billy. That's going to be my new hobby. Oh, highly recommend. I got into boxing a while ago, and yeah. Badass. You can just stand there. You don't have to go anywhere. Well, I was doing swimming. That's always been my favorite form of exercise, and obviously there won't be any swimming for a while. <laughs> That's. I mean, you imagine how many germs get spread in a pool. That's going to be one of the last things to return, isn't it, is public swimming baths. So I was like, I'm going to need a new hobby. I'm going to need a new form of exercise. And yeah, I went online onto uh, eBay and got myself a little boxing-style skipping rope because i've got a it's only a small garden but it's big enough for a bit of skipping so um there you go oh, they toss so many chemicals in those pools i think i think we'll be fine <laughs> maybe they're but, the safest place to be <laughs> yeah we need a vaccine like not you know we're all it's all yeah. on standstill until we can cure it yeah hopefully they'll get something sorted soon what a weird and in some ways awful but in other ways interesting um time to Welcome be alive to it's it's a crazy one isn't it as you say as well this is the kind of stuff that's going to be taught in schools for for generations to come and stories will be passed down and shared like it'll it'll be like the war won't it when people yeah, had to really pull Instagram together it'll be interesting to see how well those things date <laughs> what was going on with humanity right then 
Um, Billy, let's let's make a pact. Let's check in every week and, and see how each other are doing and, and uh, you know, catch up and, and have a little chat and, and you know, do, do this just for fun. This was obviously loads of fun and it always is. Um, but, yeah, let's maintain the dialogue off the mics. And, um, Absolutely. And see how, uh, see how long this, this whole takes to blow over. The last song on your list, um, very sad song, this one to end on, um, Colin Hay. Even the title, Waiting for My Real Life to Begin. Bring it home in style. Tell us about this one, Billy. Then we'll uh, we'll go out crying together. Man, is it sad, though? Like, is it? I don't me, know. Yeah, this good point. This, to me, is the most hopeful one on the playlist. Because, okay. And, and maybe because I've lived with it for a while, and so I feel kind of on a, a different side of it. So this Got is another you. one that's been in my life for years. It was put on a mixtape, and I've put it on every mixtape I've made pretty much since that moment. And we've all been there where you're just like, any minute now, something's going to happen. You know, something's got to happen. And then that's when my life is going to start. Well, if you've never thought that before, this moment today is when people are definitely starting to think that, all right, well, when this is over, I'm going to get divorced. I'm going to quit my job. Like whatever crazy thing that's been on your horizon, you're looking right at it. But for, for me, it's like there's such a hopeful thing about that it's like you can do that and you could have done this at any moment any minute now your real life is going to begin and i've been asking myself that question almost on a daily basis for a while so this is this is maybe the saddest song you've ever heard maybe not either way um waiting for my real life to begin i like it well i've got to be honest i only just dipped into it before chatting to you so i didn't you know live with the lyrics for long enough to to soak up what's really going on. But I like that idea. I do like that idea. It's almost like the final montage scene in a film, isn't it? You could imagine a song like this being used for that moment when everybody wakes up out of that slumber that's been holding them back for so long and goes, all right, it's going to be like this from now on. Okay, here we go. Yeah. I'm in. It's going to happen soon, any minute now. And and then you realize, oh, man, I could have done this at any point. It's always, it's always been there. Yeah, I guess some people just needed that push global pandemic for the win thank you so much Billy thank you my Just be here now 
forget about the past Your mask is wearing thin Just let me throw one more dice I know that I can win I'm waiting for my real life to begin See, see where I love 